We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states. And the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit W-Y-N-N-B-E-T com to start winning. I'm working hard for respect in my city. I'm working hard for respect. Yeah. You think you got it? I got it for real. You got what I got. This one for those they forget in my city. This one for those they forget. This dog of the you ready? I'm ready. Yo, nobody, nobody. This, this is a true, this is a true take right now, right? Mm-hmm. You know it's true, and I don't even do a proper introduction. It's just on, right? It's just, it's just on. Nobody got more responses on the pods that I did with you, as far as like a vibe and fun. Yeah. You've been heavily requested. Thank you, thank you. And nobody excites me more to talk to. I appreciate that. Thank you. My guy, Dylan, back in the building. Here we are. Money handsome. Easy money handsome. Dill la soul. Dill la soul. What's up, man? Uh, nothing much. Uh, you know, just hanging out with my friend over here. We're going to crack one right now. Should we tell him why we're going to crack one? Or? Let's crack it, yeah. Well, it should have been earlier, but someone likes to fucking go on vacations and shit. So I went to Disney for a week. Had to postpone some things <laughs> for more than a week. <laughs> but here I am. Yeah, I made how, it. How was Disney, bro? It was fun. It was very exhausting. A lot of walking, uh, a lot of like sightseeing, a lot of waiting in line on rides, mm. a lot of bad food eating. Mm. Um, bad food because like it's it's bad because you you've been working out with me. We've been working out so bad from that, or like it tasted bad. Oh, not bad. Like pizza bad. You know, oh, like yeah, fried yeah. donut bad. Fried donut. Yeah, stuff like that <sighs> bad. All good stuff though. I tried an apple tart like Halloween themed drink. Bro, I took a sip and my teeth almost fell out. Like <laughs> mad sugar. Oh my god, it was horrible. It was bad. But yo, let's let's crack this open, man. Got to put it all up like this. Yeah. Last time I did this, I splashed beer all over empty empty's laptop. Empty. Empty. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Cheers to 600. 600. Yeah, man, we passed that milestone. Shout out to all the listeners. Mm. 
What do you think of this? I was going to ask, have you tried this before? I have, yeah. You like it? <laughs> it's fucking have... terrible. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm going to finish this. This is big. Yo, this is not good. So this is this is a super hipster IPA, Ugh. frat star lifestyle. Uh, I went bike. I've been biking with Boss. Shouts to Boss. Boss, but, is, Boss knows a lot about these. Uh... So apparently, this is one of the biggest breweries in the country. Really? And it's in Brooklyn. I'm not going to mention any names because I could use some beers. <laughs> but, yeah. yo, Boss be fucking pulling up to the crib, and they'll have these random-ass cans, and they'll be 10 11% alcohol. And I was watching... I was hanging out with a plus one and we were watching football and I have two of these wild ass cans and I'm like, you're starting to feel it. She's like, what is wrong with you? I was like, yeah, I'm kind of fucked up. She's uh-huh. like, you had two cans. I was like, boss, you bastard. 12.3% <laughs> alcohol. I'm like, damn it. It's funny because, uh, you guys will go on like three mile bike rides and like eat pizza and have beers after. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. It's, it defeats the purpose. It gives you, it gives you the opportunity to, Eat the pizza and, the, and we'll, the beer. We'll bike from Astoria to a place in Brooklyn, and it'll be like seven to eight miles. Nice ride. Kills about an hour, maybe even less. And then our halftime is pizza and beer. Yeah. And then we'll bike back. The bike back is Brutal, terrible. Right? Yeah, because you just ate. Yo, remember when we were younger in the summer, we would go and bike over the bridge, and then yeah. we would go and get halal food. Yeah, it's crazy. Thinking about it? Immediately shit the moment it would go down. Fire. Like it. Yeah, shit fire too. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny because like the real test was getting back in time because mm. you feel it coming, you know? There was, a race. No, there was no eating and hanging out. It was like, yo, you got to eat this shit and fucking go home. bounce. You got to mm-hmm. be out. Yep. But yeah, man, 600 episodes. This is probably like, I've probably done like 1,400 podcasts between Patreon exclusives, Degeneration Bets, The Jerks, this and uh i feel like it's a, it's a pretty cool milestone man cuz a lot of a lot of shows don't get past like 20 episodes yeah now let me ask you um wh- how like what would you put your finger on the main point of maturation throughout the all of that within yourself wow Ma- first of all maturation is a bar maturation that's a, that's a sat word it is, and yep. if it's not it should be it, it has to be right it has to be yeah yeah big maturation guy um, big masturbation guy too. <laughs> Yo, I think honestly, bro, honestly, um, the first like two years of doing podcasts, I had other people to elevate me as far as like, I wasn't a host. I had, I knew my role from yeah. there it transitioned into being a host of my own show, Degeneration Bets, mm-hmm. got comfortable being in a host position. From there, I was hosting the wrestling show, got comfortable. And then the evolution of the show, when I when VM came to me and I started running it on my own, I was already comfortable in being the host, right? I personally think my strength is as a host. Yeah. Um, one thing that I learned doing the pod with Will Blackman, shouts to my guy Will, upsets and underdogs great show by the way thank you man yeah it's been it's been pretty cool it's been awesome to learn from him and we've had some really fun guests on and um adjusting to being a co-host again being more of 
sort of brought in to answer something. It was an adjustment at first, mm-hmm. but now again, I was able to adjust to that. And to answer your initial question before I mentioned the name, uh, the word masturbation, um, I think when I moved out, it's coming up on a year, bro, that I've been really? here. Yeah. Uh, when that happened, I think that's when I really sort of hit my stride. So I would say like the last year, uh-huh. kind of on fire. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Like the way I carry myself, the content, the the duration, the consistency. I think that's where uh, things started changing for me. I think part of it is, uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, is you finding what your niche is. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like there's things that you've done in the past that you've turned down just to, you know, you'd have some things that you've done and like you wouldn't put it out or you wouldn't do it because you know what your, your niche is and you know what your target is and you found your identity. And if something don't work with it, I feel like you don't do it. And I feel like that, you know, helps a lot too. Yeah. There's that. There's a lot to that. There's also understanding what the audience wants to listen to. And I think the main thing, if anyone's creating content, it's like, yo, you have to, we throw that word authentic around a lot, but look, man, there's no secret. I don't really talk much MLB. Yeah. Right? Because it's not something that I really watch. I watch the Mets. I can yeah. tell you about the Mets because that's the team. Baseball to me is not really appealing. So I don't talk about it often. I'll, I like talking about it from a general perspective of, yo, should we really pay a pitcher $350 million when he's going to play 40 games? Yeah. And then what happened to Garrett Cole in the wild card game? He's just getting torched by Terrible. New York media. Terrible. Right? So it's like things like that I like talking about. But I can't tell you why the Padres didn't do well this year. I just can't. And also, my audience doesn't like listening to that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. You realize what they like and what they're into. Um, again, when I have you on, when I have the friends on, like those are those other shows that are the funnest because you can't – chemistry is a real thing, bro, when you're creating content. And it's, it's awkward at first until you really hit – even with Alan, like with Alan, I think year two of us doing the show together. Now this is year three. But year one was kind of not rocky. It was good, but understanding each other's personalities. Like, yeah. I'm an asshole. I like to fuck around. There would be jokes that would go over his head. Over his, yeah. Right? He would drop words where I'd be like, yeah, I don't even know what that means, but <laughs> let's go with it. You know uh-huh. I mean? But then eventually you get more comfortable. So it's all reps and repetitions more than anything. But um, here's to 600 more. Thank you, man. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for helping the encouraging words. I'm always uh, here. Yeah, yeah. This has been fun, man. The the pod we did with Zav is one of my favorite episodes ever. That was a great. Shout out to Zav. Shout out to Zav, yo. Answer my text back. We would be nice. Oh wow, you know really? Yeah, he's just like now? you, bro. He's a piece of shit, just like you. Nah. You know what it is? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, what's the excuse? Uh, you know, sometimes I'm busy, you know, I'm stressed out. Something's going on. Kyrie left. Kyrie's back. I don't know. <laughs> you know, look at this. Look. Yo, I want to, uh, I had a, I had a fun little like segment. Usually we kind of just press record and go. Yeah. As people have noticed about 10 minutes into this show, but you know, now the, the whole popular thing has been this flag shit, right? Do you know where it came from? I mean, it's the, the red flag thing. It's a, it's a, uh, like a popular term that's used no like, oh, i get those that red flags but i'm those. talking about on twitter now it's everywhere like every account oh, every like, i don't know i guess i don't know who originated it but i guess is that like a new flag emoji maybe that's why Nah, you know is, is that, that was that emoji there the whole time yeah it's been there i don't know 
but it's genius it really it's, is it's tremendous it is genius yeah especially when you factor in like squid game too it's like red light green light mm-hmm. red did flag. you play red light green light growing up yeah i was gonna say Bro, all those games that they were playing outside of getting shot in the face <laughs> i all, played the same one yeah <laughs> i saw somebody post uh it was kids playing red light green light and they're like oh my god look how um Look how important uh, Squid Games is. Now the kids are playing Red Light, Green Light. Now the last game, I had never heard of that. Squid the Game. actual Squid Game, I had never I think heard of that's that. a Korean thing. Because mm, I never sense. heard of it either. Yeah. But everything else. And um, obviously like the jumping on the the plaques. That wasn't. Oh, yeah, through the glass. Yeah, through the glass. I never did the honey. The I mean, I've had those. I've never had to etch out something. Apparently that's a game. Hmm. I've never done that. I never knew that existed. I would not make that. I would not make it past that round. Spoiler alert. I don't know if people have watched it. Can we just say spoiler alert? Yo, let me ask you, because I asked this to Steph Grutas. He was on the pod. What is the appropriate amount of time that you have before you could spoil something? Because LeBron got a lot of heat for coming out and saying, yo, I didn't like the ending to that. Uh, I Like two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. <laughs> you know what Steph said? Said a year. I was like, nah, You're bro, a crazy. fucking year, Steph. No way, no way. Yeah, I was no like, yeah, shot. that's a bad take. Next time I see him, I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> Be like, yo, a year? That's bro, no, a that's year. Too much. I think, I think when something picks up momentum, like Squid Game, where everyone's talking about it, two weeks. It's on you. You need to, you need to get on it. And yeah. I understand people are busy and shit, and I get it. But you can also get mad when the whole world is talking about it. It's the number one show on Netflix ever. Bro, a year. Year, think about it. a year is Christmas to Christmas, right? What I got last Christmas, I don't even like anymore. Like I'm waiting for this, you know, like <laughs> fuck that a year. Nah, but yeah, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Now I don't want to spoil anything, mm. but you're talking. Remember we mentioned the um, the thing where he's licking the, yeah, yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah. How much of a piece of shit was that guy? His friend that like uh, was going to jail. Yeah, he knew what shape he was gonna get and gave him the umbrella. Yeah. Piece of shit. That's Let me foul. tell you, it's always your own, bro. It's your own. You gotta watch. Yeah. He sold. He sold his mom's whole business. Remember, he gambled it. Terrible. <laughs> he deserved what he got. I don't think I'd be able to etch, etch that out. I think I'd get clipped there. Bro, I'm getting clipped right away. <laughs> Red like, like, like I'm getting clipped. <laughs> you kidding me? You know how hard that is to stand still like that with a gun. Po- you have it. You know what I? You know what I might have done. Like the first round, people got shot. I might have pretended I was one of them. Oh, I fell. And like every round, like got up. I don't know. Because that's hard. I probably wouldn't. Nah, I wouldn't have made it. Yo. What uh, what shows you like on Netflix that are Netflix originals? Um, well, the, I, you want to laugh? I feel like there's more shows that I didn't watch than, uh, than I did. Your Money Heist, Bank Heist. Damn bank. right, it's mine. That's your show. Tokyo right here. Tokyo. My sweet Spanish. I hear princess. that's great. Never saw it. Um, so that uh, was actually the number one show Netflix ever put out uh-huh. before Squid Games. So I have to watch it. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I'm I'm into the like the murder mm. like documentaries. You know, there's one I think it's like the Midnight Strangler. You should watch it. It's it's incredible. Mm. Um, what else is there? I'm trying to think. Stranger Things, obviously. Dope. Um, Stranger, yeah. When Stranger Things comes out, the whole hood is on high alert. <laughs> Everybody's out there watching. Um, uh, what's the the surfer show? Oh, Outer Banks. Outer Banks season one was god awful. Season two was solid. Um, 
I feel like that's about it. I'm trying to think of like any any of you them. You like Narcos? Never watch Narcos. I watch five minutes of the first Narcos. It's like the music is playing. It sounds like elevator music. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to just save this. And I never watched it. I'll watch like seven episodes of a show, enjoy the hell out of it, and just stop watching it and never come back. I don't know if it's like a mental thing I have where I can just easily. That's weird, bro. I can easily cut something off and be like, yeah, I'll watch it eventually and just never come back to it. Nah, I've done that I can't before. Do that. Peaky Blinders, Dunbar told me to watch. I watched like three episodes. I was like, holy shit, this is good. Never came back to it. Yo, I did three seasons of it, and there's still two more seasons. <clears throat> um, and it's a great show, but just, I don't great. know. Great. Did the show Animal Kingdom, you ever hear of it? Yeah. Watched two seasons, loved it. It was a random Tuesday. I was like, you know, I'm going to watch this tomorrow. Tomorrow never came. <laughs> Didn't watch it. I don't know. It's weird. Yo, I, uh, I thought about this. Again, as usually how it happens, we get super sidetracked. But I want to do red flags. The the, the tweet. The, the thing yeah, 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 about. yeah. But I want to ask you about red flags from a sports perspective. Mm-hmm. And then also like relationships. Now, not just with your plus one, friend relationships. Okay. Red flag. I text you. You don't respond. You're posting on Instagram. <laughs> Like, ultimate red flag. I'm talking about, like, the ones that cover the, the stadium, you yeah. know, when they do the national oh, anthem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, drives me crazy. And especially when it's, like, something that I need an answer to. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just, like, there are times when I'll see a text and I'll be like, all right, I got to respond to that. And I just don't. Like, I just forget. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. You know what it's kind of like? You ever get, like, well, this is when you're talking to somebody. where are like, all right, I'm getting ti- kind of tired now. I'm going to go to sleep goodnight. And then they're like on Twitter after or something. Yeah. Ultimate red flag. Ooh. So when they Super. tell you I'm going to bed, but. And then you start lurking. Red flag. Da na na. Damn. Starting with them. the lies already. Right? It's one of them. I feel that. Can I give you another life red flag? Sure. Horoscopes. You don't even know. <laughs> Yo. You don't even know. Listen, if you let. The fact that you're a fucking Libra determine if you're gonna have a good day because the planet's because planet, Jupiter is in the other sun and Mercury is rising. Yeah, what are we doing now? What, listen, what are we doing? I have experience with this, so there's like such thing as a cusp. I don't know what the fuck it is. I I couldn't tell you, but like you could be in between like Mercury and Uranus or something, or a Libra and and a Virgo. I don't even know if they coincide together, but there's like these things where you're born in the middle. So you take both qualities. Mm-hmm. So you're like a super person or something. And people are like, yeah, I'm a cusp. But that's why I did that. I'm like, no, you're a fucking idiot. That's why you did that. <laughs> it's not because you're a cusp. What's a cusp? Please, a cusp. You're an idiot. So, um, yeah, it's bad. People really base their whole life. Like you ever read a horoscope, like have someone read a horoscope out? Yeah. Well, tomorrow you're going to be very thirsty. So that's because Mercury's rising. And they're like, oh, yo, I was thirsty the other day. It's because Mercury was here. I needed something to drink. And it's like, no, bro. It's so broad. No. Yo, one time I was I was talking to this girl and the Giants had lost uh, that game to the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah, because Mercury, Mercury was in retrograde. And she was like, oh, why are you so upset? Are you sensitive? I was like, what? She's like, oh, you're a Pisces, right? Because I'm a Pisces. The only thing I like, I know what you are. I don't. But I can't tell you like, no, I know like what I am. 
I can't tell you who a Libra is. Yeah. Like, what months you're in. I just know Pisces. I just know me. I know there's a cancer or something. I know all of them, but I can't tell you, like, the months that you are. Yeah. Right? So I know I'm a Pisces. He's like, oh, my God, you're so sensitive. Oh, it's your traits. It's like, no, it's because they went on the fucking boat trip. (laughs) That's why I'm upset. That's why. (laughs) It has nothing to do with the planets aligning. It's horrible. It's like these morons. They went on a vacation as a wildcard team. It's horrible. That my, drives me crazy. My, when, uh, when, when, like, uh, there'll be times where I'll be taking my mom to work and she'll be listening to, like, KTU or Z100. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, Pisces today. Something very encouraging is going to happen. Your day's an eight. Libra, uh-oh. Something bad's going to happen. Your day's a three. And then my mom will be like, oh, my God. I can't believe you. My mom's a Capricorn. Uh, She's like, oh, my God. It's going to be a bad day. I was like, some radio host. <laughs> random guy. What are we doing? Now, how does he know this? What does he do to know this? He's reading the newspaper. A telescope? Like, how do people figure out the telescope? Yo, it drives... If you're, like, super into your Zodiac sign... You live life on, like, a... I'm like, yo, I'm kind of... I'm red flag for me. One time, uh, my girlfriend gets a call from her friend, and I hear it through the phone, and you can hear somebody talk. Mm-hmm. So she gets a call. Hello? Bitch, you got to download this app right now. That's what her friend says to her. <laughs> I look over. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is you got to crypt- download what? Crypto? Crypto, maybe? Something like, you got to download this app right now. Everything is real. I, I entered in my birth date, my name, my social security. Everything checks out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dear God. She, so then my girlfriend has this conversation. She's asking me what time I was born. Like, I know. Like, I, I was there and I was conscious. I don't know. <laughs> well, call your mom. Call your mom and ask her. I'm like, bro, I'm not calling my mother to ask her what time I was born. I'm not doing it. This is crazy. She did it. We actually did it. She did it. This is crazy. Everything makes sense. You get angry sometimes and sometimes you're happy. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, that's also life. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Okay. I had someone ask me what time, what time I was born to. I was like, oh, March 11th, 1991. They're like, no, no, no. The time and the place. I was like, Elmhurst Hospital, I think. Don't ask me what fucking time I was born. I swear to God, do not. It's that's a red flag within itself. <laughs> what time were you born? I don't fucking know. Yo, what's another one? Do you have a sports one? What's a what's a sports red flag? When when um when an athlete gets hurt and it's day to day, day to day quad injury, day to. Bro, day to, and then it turns into three to four months. I'd rather you give me four months out, out for a season, out. For, day to day is a fucking guessing game. Day to day, it's literally a day, and then oh, has set back. You never know. It's mm. it's a mystery game. Our our favorite person in the in the world, Kyrie Irving, was day to day with a shoulder injury. Nobody saw him for like three months after that. He disappeared. His shoulder injury took him away. It was the worst. Yo, hockey's the worst too because they don't even give you an actual body part. They just say upper. That's like upper oh, and lower. That's a good red that's flag. That's horrible. That's when a- it's upper body or lower, you're like, yo, is it a, is it his hand, a Bro. finger, a shoulder? Did your, he tear his ACL? Your upper body's your belly button up. It could be so many things. It could be a heart attack. Yo, that's the worst. Yo, concussion, like nah, it's just upper and lower. Yo, that's that's pretty bad too. Yo, the day to day shit. The NFL, um, a couple years ago, they got rid of probable. Because like Tom Brady was on the injury report as probable for like twelve straight years. What like what is probable? Probable is like you jammed your finger the week before, and like you're probable, right? That that's probable. What was that like eighty percent maybe? Like seventy percent? No, probable was almost. You're playing. Pro- so he was on that for twelve weeks. Yeah, no, twelve years. <laughs> 12- 
<laughs> he would always be on the injury report, probable. Then it was questionable. Was like, all right, this dude, sixty percent. He pulled his hamstring. That's a questionable. Then doubtful was like, yo, you're basically out. Uh-huh. And then out is you're out, right? And then they got rid of probable. So now questionable has become the Elevated. new probable. Doubtful now is like questionable, <laughs> and then it's out. So it's just it's just weird shit. That thing drives me crazy. Yeah, that is pretty bad that you mentioned it. The worst, the uh, another bad red flag is, uh, when you see. Minutes restriction. Oh, that's the word. That's bad too. Or or limited snap count, and mm-hmm. one of two things happens: the wide receiver will go eight for two hundred and two touchdowns <laughs> on limited snap count, and then in fantasy you don't play him or you don't play him in DFS. Or it was really a limited snap count. Josh Gordon <laughs> against the Bills, he played eight snaps. You're like, oh, okay, that's the worst. Yeah, that is pretty Th- bad. Those are bad red flags too. Um, I'm trying to think of some other. Some other ones. I got another good uh, life red flag. I think the weirdest people I know went to private school. Wow. Wow. Public school gang, baby. Listen. Shouts to the PSL. Yo, the weirdest people I know, and I'm going to leave it open for interpretation. Nah, I'm going to go in. Fuck them. I'm going in. (laughs) Went to private school. There's a reason you're in private school. <laughs> I Yo, don't know. I need you to be public school DNA, bro. That's actually really good. Really good. The last like six to eight months, I've been like, man, you know what? I know why you're weird, son. You went to private school. You aren't out here in the jungle with us. <laughs> yeah. You aren't eating pizza, chicken fingers with milk at three in the afternoon at <laughs> yeah, lunch. Yeah, you weren't able to walk out, cut school. Give the Dean a high five on the way out. (laughs) Yo, the security guards at Bryant, they used to be like, yo, Q, where are you going? Because I was the quarterback. Like, Q, where are you going? I was like, I'm out, man. I'll be here tomorrow. All right, yo, have a good day. It's It's bad. Which their whole objective was to stop It was 11.30? Yeah, 11.30. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, private school. They have, like, I feel like private school, and they identify with themselves Mm. more than, like, us, you know, the outsiders. They also call each other by their last name, too. You notice wow. that? Wow. And it's all like full, like, oh, do you know Dylan Alabrandi? It's like, no, nah, do you know Dylan? De- right? It's like, oh, do you know Alabrandi? That's genius. Right? It's like a secret cult that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to figure out what's going on in there. <laughs> There's mad nicknames, too. Hey, Spence. Hey, Spencey. Yo, that's the worst. <laughs> the pri- they have private school names Clark, Spence, <laughs> stuff like that. Thomas. It's like Fred Star names. Yeah, Thomas, Clark, Spence. Uh, Tim, Timothy, um, Chad. Oh, Chad and Brad is like the Mount Rushmore of Ashley. Frat stars. Yeah, it's it's. it's Yo, bad. if you went to public school, you good on this side, man. <laughs> I wouldn't be as cool as I am today if I went to um, a private school. Wow, nowhere near close. <laughs> I'd probably be more successful in life. <laughs> but what is so that? Ma- that? Yeah, right. There's but that what does that matter? Yeah, I'm yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, not a square. <laughs> oh shit! Another one. What's another? What's another good red flag? Red flag. Um. Oh, I got a good one. You got all of them. I got a good like life one. If you clap when the plane lands. <laughs> oh no! You see, that's me though. No, dude. Yeah, that's me. Oh my god, yo! If you clap when the pl- unless now there are exceptions to every rule. If you're on that flight that I was on that one time, I went to Vegas with Joey. There's some flights from hell. And the flight is free falling. 
Those those are bad. The ha 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 and the stewardess or the the flight attendant when they're panicking. That's like, how you Yo. know. I judge every flight's severity by the reaction of them. Yes. It's funny because on the way back from Disney, they were handing you know at like in the like like when they get at a, a fair altitude to like start moving around, they'll bring the card out and uh, offer you water, snacks, whatever. They had the card out and uh, the the pilot came over the loudspeaker and said, all right, we're going to hit some rough air. They tucked the fucking carts back in and they were like hurrying to their seat and sat down. I knew some shit was going on. I knew it. And I began to realize how much I love the earth, the ground. It, it, things hit different at that point. Yo, I feel you on that. It's bad. Man. I clapped. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm one of those. The air is not good. Hey, I might've clapped when we landed in Vegas on that spirit flight. Spirit. Yo. Red flag if you fly spirit. Yeah, that's a red all, fucking ultimate, flag. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's a short flight. Because, you know, people like, you know, if uh, like you go to Florida or something, right? They can't be that much money. If you elect to go spirit to a flight like that, red flag. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. A, a sports red flag <clears throat> giving athletes big contracts. In their contract year. After their contract year. After. For example, you've been underperforming for four years. Okay. Year five, you have a wild 28 points per game. What's, oh. a, what's a good, like, point total in hockey? What would make you, like, elite? If, you ever, if you're ever having, like, a point, like a, a point a game. Point a game, right? You have 1.5 points a game, right? Yeah. You're going crazy. You're a heart trophy finalist. You like that shit, hockey fans? You know what I'm saying? We got bars bar. here. That is a bar. Shouts to the Vezina Cheers trophy. to the bar, the Vezina. <laughs> and out of nowhere, you have this career year. And yeah. then you get four years, $160 million. That's a major red flag. That's a big red flag for me. However, there are exceptions, right? Like a guy who I've been spotlighting all year, he's been balling. Mike Williams on the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Kind of underwhelming his whole career. He'd have, he wouldn't be consistent. He'd have one great game, six for 120 and a touchdown or two touchdowns, and then he'll have two for 30, three for 14. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll have weird stat lines like that. There are exceptions because now he has a quarterback that it's down to the ankle. Mm -hmm. You got a stud there. Yeah. So that, you kind of weigh the options. Like, is it now because he has an actual quarterback and he's performing? Justin Herbert's on a rookie contract. I give Mike Williams the bag. I don't got to pay Herbert for another couple of years. Yeah. And now I know that the production is going to be sustainable. That I'm with. But you'll see a lot of baseball guys who go into contract years. I feel like it happens the most in oh, baseball. Oh, yeah. They bat 320 and 40 home runs. And you're like, what the hell? Uh-huh. And then they get paid and then you're like, hey. Yeah. And then it turns out to be terrible. Yeah. I feel like it happens a lot in baseball and uh, basketball. Mm. You know what I think of like horrible? I think of like Joe Johnson. Hmm. Terrible deals like that. That deal is horrible. Bro, you're wearing a Met hat. Every signing that they've ever had has been a guy in a contract year. This is this is a red flag. <laughs> you see somebody wearing this, a red flag. Yo, honestly, if you're a New Yorker and you're a Met fan, kind of a red flag. Red flag. However, green flag for loyalty. Yeah. How about this? Green flag if you root for shitty teams. That's a mate. Let me tell you something. That's a major green flag. If you're yes. a dedicated fan to a shitty team, it tells a lot about you. 
I loyal. think that that shows loyalty and character. And you're a low maintenance person. You yeah. don't need much to be happy. You don't need low much. maintenance people are great people. <laughs> I need an eight seed in the East. <laughs> All that they're asking for. If you give me an eight seed in life. As a Med fan, uh, it's pretty good. All I need is December football to matter for me. <laughs> Don't ask for much. Bro, if we could get past Halloween and we're playing meaningful games, mm-hmm. I had a great time. I came, I saw, I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I really do think that, like, one time just messing around, someone asked me, like, why do you say that you're loyal? Because I would always tell people, like, yo, one quality of myself is I think I'm a very loyal guy. I've had the same group of friends my whole life. Um, I, and just, like, you know, if you do good by me, like, I'm going to hold you down. I'm always, like, ride or die kind of shit. And then I was like, yo, I'm a Mets and Knicks fan. <laughs> not everybody will be able to identify that. Yeah. Though, because they're not sports fans. Yeah, yeah, that's it's true. It's so easy to just change fan yeah. bases. Yeah, 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 But to you, the loyal person, nah, bro, you, you can, can no, never. Bro, you can't, yo. That's what I'm saying. People and other people will be like, yeah, it's easy. Just root for another team. Nah. But it's like sacrilegious. You can't do that, man. You a fraud. Cannot. You can't. That's the point. And that's a, this is the problem with this new era of fans. They're all like bandwagon the fans. Not just that. They root for players more than they do for fans. Uh, That's teams. a fucking red flag. I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah. If you're not yeah. a like a, a team fan and you're a red flag right off the bat, don't don't give me that shit that you're a LeBron fan. Because he's been on four different – the Cavs. The, he's been on what? Three different teams. Yeah. Come on, bro. You got to be – One st- of which two different times. So basically four teams. And th- yeah, they're, every team he's on is good. Yeah. When was there ever a bad LeBron year? That first Laker year, right? Yeah, because he got hurt. That's my And he point. also knew that, like, yeah, I can't win with Lonzo and these morons on the team. I so, like, you can't. That's a red flag. Yeah. Sports red flag right there. <clears throat> can't do it. Ah, NFL football is finally back. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NFL tickets anymore. No matter where you are, tick pick is the place to go because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites are charging. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Hell, I might even go out to Vegas before this football season ends, catch a Raider game out there because you know I'm not going to watch the Giants. Put me out my misery. So visit TickPick.com slash VM and you can save $10 on your first order of any NFL tickets anywhere. That's right. It's TickPick.com slash VM. $10 on your... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. First order of any tickets. What about if you're not a sports fan? Is that a red flag for you? Yeah. Um, it's funny because I, I tell people this, that sports is like the most pure form of entertainment there is. No script. Raw emotion. You know, the outcome kills somebody or there's a ulti- like one of the most ultimate forms of joy. It's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And for you to not want to experience that in any way, you don't even need to play the sport. Just enjoy it. Mm. You know, that's a red flag too. I love that. Yeah, yo, I feel. And also, what about like unity? Right? You go to a bar, you don't know anybody. You're a dude that moves to New York or a girl. You move to New York. You're from, pick a place in the country. Nebraska. You're from Nebraska. Shouts to the Cornhuskers. Let me tell you something. If you anybody that says the word corn huskers, red flag. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> red flag. Let's stick with this one though. Let's stick with this one. You're from Nebraska. You come to New York. You don't know anybody here. You Google Nebraska bar. New York City has hundreds of college devoted bars, fan base, legends bar, your favorite. Red flag. flag. (laughs) LSU alumni bar. You go to this bar. You don't know anyone there. You're sitting at the bar. Nebraska scores a touchdown. You start high-fiving, hugging. Everybody. Might meet someone. Oh, my God. You're with the Cornhuskers, too? As a matter of fact, so So am I. We have so much in common. This is amazing. Uh It's true. Before you know it, you're cool with everyone at the bar. It's true. Sports is... There's not... I don't think there's anything else like that, bro. No, because think about it. Well, for entertainment, people what? Watch shows, movies. I don't care what... Like, I don't really care what movies you like, you know? But hey, you're this fan. You're a fan of this team. Let's let's wild out. Let's watch mm-hmm. this game, you know? it's That is a red flag. It's a very good point that uh, we made. I feel like sports are so... It. I, I never heard of that, but I do think it's, a, it's the I best tell, form of entertainment. I tell everybody bro. that. Greatest form of entertainment... Because in a show, if you don't like the way something goes, it doesn't give you that that sense of failure, that heartbreak. You never experience that in a show. Watching your team lose like that, it kills you. But watching them win like that, it it's like amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an equal, like if you were to be able to weigh the pain and the pleasure, it's the same. It is the same. It's it the hurts same. just as it, much as it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Dude, I remember being in your backyard when the Rangers went to the Stanley Cup, and you were just like, "I'm going to the Stanley." Cup. I was screaming, "I'm going!" Because that's yeah. how I felt. Yeah. That's the closest I'll ever get to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> if they win, I win. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. How about this in sports? It is it a red flag if someone says "we" when talking about their team? No, because no. I say "we." I say "we" too. I, it's us. I'm down in the trenches. The Giants losing determines how my week is going to go. That's it. I win. They win. Yes. That's it. 
Yeah, no, nah, that's that. that's uh, that's it's you know what it is. It's I feel like it's a red flag when they make like people are like. What do you mean we? It's not you're not on the team. Oh, if you tell me not to say we, that's a red, red flag. flag. Yeah, red flag. Yeah, and you could tell big red flag. You could tell how much of a fan somebody is by how they react when their team loses, because when the team when their team wins, everyone could act surprised and happy, but it's the pain that you see when they lose. That's how you know you can measure their fandom. You know. Yo, when the Giants lost the playoff game to the Packers. Let me ask you. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. What's your biggest sports heartbreak? Biggest sports heartbreak. Wow. Like, were you the lowest? Hmm. When the Eagles beat the Giants, the year Plaxico shot himself. Mm-hmm. Dude. I've never in my life. Never. Felt so confident my team was going to win a championship. <laughs> it's weird to say, it's right? It's the year after they beat they the won. Pats, right? So this is the OA year. They're we, eleven and one. I but we lost the Saints that one game. I remember. And they had beaten the Cardinals and the Steelers that year, who went to the Super Bowl. And yo, I remember when they beat the. I forgot who they. Oh, they won in Pittsburgh, and I told my pops, I was like, "Yo, I'm going back to the Super Bowl." Because we were getting Super Bowl tickets at the time. I'm like, yo, there's no one, no one could beat him. The defense was amazing. Mm-hmm. Plaxico shoots himself downhill from there. And the Eagles come in, Giants off a bye, which the Giants never had. That's the only <laughs> time they had a bye, right? Eagles go in there and just like, it was like a 17 13 game or like 20 to 12. Like it was a really weird game. And from the start of the game, to the end, there was never a sign of life from them. Uh-huh. And I just remember, like, I got mad. That was the first time I got emotional over sports that didn't have to do with my team winning. Yeah. I was just like, I can't believe they lost. Like, I was shocked. Uh-huh. I could not believe that they lost. I was ready to go to fucking Tampa Bay, decked out in Giants gear. <laughs> I remember one specific thing about that. It was a game after they played... Uh... The game after the game after Plaque shot himself, the first game, I remember Dominic Hickson became our I think our number one wide receiver, and I remember him dropping like a cl- clear wide open pass in the end zone. I think they were playing the Cardinals, and I was like, oh boy, I was like, this is what it's like, huh? It was pretty bad. I remember that. That's that I think is the biggest heartbreak of my team. Oh, and also I was I was there for game six and seven of the Mets Cardinals in 06. Wow. So game six, I went with Dom, Oliver Perez, seven, just like one hit innings. It was wild, right? Uh-huh. And then I was there for the the no look. That was the Chavez game, right? The yeah, catch? Yeah, the Chavez catch, which would have been like an all-time goat catch if the Mets win that Bro, game. Bro, how, how do you look at that? How do you not even swing? Like, it's so bad. Man, that was uh, – but how about for you? Was it the – but but you see what's different about hockey is it was a collection of games. So even if you lose game one, you're like, ah, I can get back in game two. Even if you lose game two, you're like, yo, game three. When you lose game three and you go down 3-0, I think that's when you're like, damn. Cause now you're watching a someone on like death row. Yeah. You just know that it's coming. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. And then they win game four, and you're like, oh, but it's coming anyway. Um, 
I think it's funny because I remember my first heartbreak was watching the Rangers play the Sabres. They were winning with like we were up we were up like two one or something. We were playing the Sabres. It was the second round of the playoffs. It was in like 07. and um, the Sabres were the best team in the league that year. We were down two zero to start the series, and we fought back. It was game six. It was tied, and uh, we were winning. Chris Drury ties the game for Buffalo at seven seconds, and then they won it in overtime. I was I was bad. It was my first sports heartbreak. Mm. I was bad. I didn't know what I was getting myself into at that young age, you know? But the biggest sports heartbreak I ever had was uh, when they lo- when the Rangers lost to Tampa, Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Final. Bro. You guys were at the beer garden. Yeah. That? Talk about a no-show. Did not show up at all. We at lost home, 2-0. too. Game 7 at home. My heart was so broke. I didn't know what to do with myself. I, I When I tell you, the game ended. I didn't know what to do. I, w- I went in my room, laid down, and just... Just laid there. Hey, I got a good red flag. When my team loses, don't fucking text me. Yeah. Don't tell me it's just the game or the worst one. The worst one. Can we say it at the same time? Get next, next year. year. Oh! <laughs> Get out of here. I'm fucking tuning up sweet sweet I music. Will, yo. yo. I will set you on fire. shots to the head. No cover up. No hands to stop it. Mankind, 1999. That's a red flag. That is a red flag. Don't (laughs) tell me next year. You don't know my pain, bro. Let me fuck next year. (laughs) No, I wanted this shit now. This might might not be next year. That's the worst thing ever. You know who thought they were gonna get it next year? The Thunder in 2012. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those guys got traded. Yeah. Tell me next year if I'm the Patriots, and I've won. I don't even think it matters. You could be like the Warriors two, three years ago. It don't matter. Don't, don't ever, for people listening, don't ever tell a sports fan that just lost in next year. Don't do it, please. That's horrible. Yo, bro. That is the worst one. That it don't might... matter what team you are. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you'll get them next year. Oh, my God. Ooh, how about this? Let's add to this. It's just sports. Yeah, no, it's just a game. It's just a game. It's not a game. It's not a game. I swear it's not a game. This is real life. This is my livelihood. This is who I am. Yo, man. That that yeah, that might be that might be the worst thing that you could tell a sports fan when they just lost. By far. Yeah. Don't get any worse. And it's funny because they'll never realize what they're saying. People that don't like sports like that. It's bad. Dude, heartbreak? I got a good heartbreak for you. What's I'm going to give you two soccer heartbreaks. Oh, boy. Oh, I think I know. I think I know one of them. Wait. Uh, what, can I tell it? If one of them it. is the same, I'll let me tell it. All right. You tell me. Are you talking about Wondolowski? Wondolowski is. That game as a whole. That game as a whole. Think about this. Tim Howard. He broke a record. Yeah, yeah. Game. Most saves in a World Cup game. He's. That's. The, I honestly think, bro, that might be the most love I've ever seen of player who i root for get in a loss yeah like the world was talking about him and still do mm-hmm. like during world cup games world cup qualifiers euro whatever it'll be like yo tim howard 14 saves against belgium and that was like prime golden era belgium right just peppering him with shots and the wandalowski that was rough but i was going to go back a little further to losing to ghana in the 2010 oh. 
That was heartbreak. That was a heartbreaker. That was tough, man. And Ghana. extra time too. Ghana though. Mad random rival, right? Like somehow we get mad we're in their group like all the time somehow. Yeah. It was what? In 2006 we were in their 2006, group. 2006? 2010 and then 2014. And it's 2010 we played them in the in in the knockout. Yeah. 2014 we opened against them and you remember what I kept telling you for like 8 months I was like if we don't get 3 points against <laughs> Do them. Do you remember that? Yep. We are not making out the group cuz we played Germany and Portugal. And then and then we advanced in 2014 because Klinsman was our coach. Because Germany when we played Germany, famer? they only beat us one nothing. If they would have beat us three nothing, which they should have, uh-huh. they would have. I think uh, the differential Ghana would have advanced on differential. So shouts to Jurgen. Let me tell you something. That Wandalow. Anytime you drop a play for Wandalowski, that's automatically like that's that's automatically a recipe for disaster. That's like running into a burning building. There's no good outcome. Like, what are you doing? They drew up a play for Wondolowski. It actually worked, too. Wide open and sails it high. Yo, from the first time we did a podcast together, I knew for a fact. Because we slammed that first pod. You, you cut, like, nine promos on people. I was certain, for sure, that in the history of this show, he will never be on it. <laughs> you know what the there best is? There is no way that that dude would ever come on. You want to <laughs> laugh? Who's the new kid? Peppy on USA? Yeah. They're comparing him to Wondolowski. No, no, I'm no, like, no, no, no. no, no, no. no, 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 no. Please. It's terrible. And I remember that gold cup he had where he like had scored 11 goals or something. Yeah. Do you remember I would text you like, I don't care how many goals this guy scores. He's a dweeb. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, dweeb. And it just happened to work out that way. It's like I know or something. I don't know. Yo, but the the that USA one, that you, yo one of one of like the biggest moments of my sports fandom was the Donovan goal against Algeria. Oh yeah, lost my shit. I remember we jumping together. up. Yeah, we were at my old crib in Asoria. I'm jumping up and down on a broken foot. I remember. My mom's like, "Your foot." I was like, "I don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> even care about it." Ah, I was going yo, crazy. Yo, blasted up top too. Yo, it was good. <laughs> nah, it was low. It was low. I, I thought he shot a who shot a high. No, no, no. You're thinking about um, you might be thinking about his penalty kick against Ghana in penalties in the maybe. Knockout. I remember somebody was on he, the side of the net and shot it in the roof. He put that top shelf. Oh, he scored a goal against Slovenia like That's that. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Put it in the roof. It was crazy. Yeah. Is there a is there a sport that someone might be into? That's a red flag for you. Um, like if your favorite sport is baseball to me, you know what it is? I, <laughs> I have so much to say about baseball, but it's so popular that maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the red be, flag. Could, I could be the red flag. For That's sure. what I'm saying. Maybe yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if like when someone says like their favorite sport is like lacrosse or like tennis or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> That's a red flag. And I love tennis, but Golf. nah. If golf is your favorite sport too, bro, go- nah, golf ain't even a sport, dude. Come on, <laughs> it don't take it. any sort of athletic, nothing. It's hard, bro. It's hard. It's extremely hard, yeah. but it's not a sport. I'm gonna get crucified for this. You probably. are, yeah. But let me let me there go out. Let me go strong. out on this cross. Yeah, good. <laughs> There's no athletic trait in in golf. It's extremely hard. I and I I admire everybody that does it, but most of the golfers are what. Out of shape and older. Yeah. <clears throat> Not an athletic bone in their body. So oh, I have this might be a red flag and then we'll we'll shift into You know what's else. a big red flag? Yeah. 
Huge red flag. Not being a wrestling fan. <clears throat> That's number one. That's number one. We can get into that. We'll wait. When someone say, oh, they're a fan of two teams. Oh, in the same league. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm a Mets and Yankee fan. Go New York. Yo, like, no. Wait a smack that on no. Them. no, no, no. You know what the beauty of having two teams in the same state are? You love one and you hate one. Yes. And th- that's the beauty of it. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes, yes. You can't be a fan of two teams. It don't work. Major red flag. Yeah. Extremely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Bro, I don't even bet. There was a stretch where I didn't even draft players in the NFC East That's in my, fantasy. I cannot no. root for Des Bryant. People are like, oh, yeah, I'm a Giant fan and uh, a Raiders fan. Like, no, I don't care what league you're No, they're two different teams. No. <laughs> that I don't think is as bad because the Raiders and Giants. It don't matter. You play in the NFL. It don't matter. One team. Does not matter. Yeah. You can't put two. Nah, no. Sorry. No. But the wrestling thing, that's a that's a major red flag too. Because you miss out on so many life learning qualities. <laughs> so many life learning qualities. Yo, if you're not a wrestling fan, that's a big red flag. You know what it is? If you didn't watch the Attitude Era, red flag. I just missed I'm out. I'm going to start judging people like, yo, did you watch wrestling in the 90s? If they say no, I'll be like, yeah. Like, where were you? Where, where were you? If you didn't watch wrestling in the 90s and early, where were you? Taylor told me, what are we doing? What are we doing? That's what, that's that's it right there. Especially our age group because we were kids then. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. I'm telling you, like, they were teaching things that the school system wasn't teaching us. It's re- It gets that deep. You learn about greed, envy, prosperity. <laughs> prosperity. Beer, every beer, middle fingers. It's, it's it's red flag, for sure. Yo, one of one of my biggest pet peeve red flags. Uh huh. When sports leagues want you to watch them, okay, and you can't find the channel. Oh, oh yeah. Your sport, hockey. hockey. Yeah, bro. They'll be like. I hit a phase from like 2012 to 2016 before mm-hmm. I started doing podcasting where I loved Western Conference hockey. Yeah. Because it'd be a random like Thursday night in January mm-hmm. and it'd be like Kings Blackhawks. Great game. And you used to love the Kings like Dustin Brown was your guy, mm-hmm. Kopitar and shit, you know, uh-huh. Jonathan Quick. Let's go fucking bars right now. Dowdy, Drew. <laughs> Drew, Drew that's Downey. a private school name, Drew. Drew is a super <laughs> private school name. Yes, absolutely. And you would hype him up and like the Blackhawks had Patrick Kane. I knew about Patrick Kane. Um, I mean, I didn't know about him, but when I went to Buffalo. He's from he's, there. He's from there. A lot of kids that played on Buffalo State, the hockey team, they played juniors and shit with him. So and, they must have known. And they were like, yo, he... We knew he was going to go to, to the league when he was like nine because he was playing in U16s. Uh-huh. And just. Yeah. I, you know, I'll never forget, bro. One of my favorite like sports moments of going to a game. Us two, I got tickets for us to go to see uh, the Rangers play Edmonton. Oh, McDa- yeah. McDavid. That was when we were on the Jumbotron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, which, by the way, that picture looks like you got drafted and I was the frat star <laughs> friend that was at the party just. I came from work in a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was draft day for Dylan, and I was the friend in the background that's like, I'm never paying for shit. Just moving forward. Yo, and we go to that game in uh, the Edmonton game, 
And uh, this might have been like year two of Conor McDavid. Year yeah, three. Maybe. It was very early. And I knew about him because like his name just resonated. ESPN would show highlights and shit. And I just go to you. Yo, how good is he? And you were just like, yo, watch him skate. Just look at how different it is. Uh-huh. And just like the body control, just all that. And this is a super casual, right? Yeah. And I was just like, damn, son, you could just, you know, the it factor. You could see it. You it could like reeked off that. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what else I remember from that game specifically? Do you remember Gretzky was in the house? Mm. Remember the ovation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yo, he's the greatest great. Remember you were like, oh, I didn't know it was like, remember people were taking their hat off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, I didn't know Gretzky had it like that. Yep. We told the Gretzky restaurant story on here, right? Yeah, I think we did. In Canada? I think we did. Oh, man. Um, And we didn't go. We didn't go, no. For those that might be new to listening because the show has grown, Dylan and I went to OVO Fest, and it was a year that Meek Mill and Drake were beefing and shit, and it was... It was an amazing trip. Yeah, but we wanted to go to the Gretzky restaurant in Toronto. We asked our friend, our our friends from Toronto, <laughs> yeah. where it was, where it was, and they didn't know where it was. <laughs> Mind you, I don't know who was dumber, their sense of direction or us, because we could see it. We saw the big hockey guy rotating from our balcony. From our balcony, and we're like, oh, it's right there. <laughs> we would get to ground level, and all hell would break loose. We didn't know where we. We lost all sense of direction. <laughs> and you were just like, yo, Gretzky got it like that, bro. He does. And you're like, he's the greatest great in team sports. And you know what solidifies it? Well, I mean, recently, I don't know if you saw the NHL on uh, TNT last night. Did you see that? Mm-mm. They're on TNT this year. Mm. They're on, the NHL's on ESPN and TNT. Oh, nice. I can find the channel now to watch a game. Yep. 28 and channel three. That simple. That's great because they would have Western Conference Finals game. On like N- MSNBC. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even have that channel. Or USA. Or uh, NBC Sports Plus. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I need a subscription. I'm like, what the? It's bad. It, w- it was bad. Yeah. And that, that's over with. Yeah. So now this year they got the new deal. And when I tell you it's like the greatest thing to happen to the sport in a long time, it's the greatest thing never happened. Hockey being on... ESPN Both of these networks, because they got just the, la- the the whole layout of the game that they present is great, but the the team that they got on um, ESPN they have Mark Messier, Chris Chelios, two legends, and um, on TNT they have Wayne, the great one, and it's like it's like having Jordan on inside the NBA. It's when I tell you it's great to have. Because you could hear him talk about all these current things where he wasn't always in the in the limelight. He wouldn't always talk about things that much. And now he's talking about everything. Mm. Ovechkin's goal record. And if he wants to see Ovechkin beat his record, he's talking to these guys. He's joking around. He's talking about the game today. When I, It's the greatest thing to happen. I was sitting at my TV last night like... Like that, like like a kid, like, oh, this is beautiful. It was like, so nice. Like watching Stone Cold come out on the Jumbotron. The glass shattered, the glass and it was shattered. Wayne instead of him. And I was like, you know what? I love it. Yo, how come hockey took so long to get on ESPN? Like, what was it? They, what, used, they what, used to be on ESPN. Right, and then what led to it coming back? Um, I mean... What would you say it is? I feel like the game is, you know, growing a little bit. I feel like they see a future uh, in its growth. And I feel like the NHL would want to be on ESPN to begin with, you know? I'll tell you this much. When the UFC got to ESPN, 
I think it became even more mainstream than it was. It does. It def- ESPN is ESPN. It's a worldwide leader, bro. Like now for they- as much as you might not like it, and I do feel like I know uh, Stephen A. Smith and Jay Williams were going off about the Kyrie stuff, mm-hmm. and like Jay Williams was making a really strong case about it, and Stephen A. Smith was just yelling over him. Got extremely animated. And that's all that sports sports shows like that have become. It's just two people yelling. And I who feel could, like who Stephen can have A. A is the culprit. Oh, him and, him and Skip Bayless are the, the creators of the hot take era. Yeah. What can I say that could get clipped and go viral? And that's all that those shows have become. What do you feel about uh, Colin Coward? He's one of my favorite personalities. Really? Yeah. I love his analogies to like he'll compare he'll compare Brady and Belichick to like him and his wife divorcing. And he'll be like, Oh, I want her to do well, but not better than me. Right. Uh-huh. Like he'll say like his and analogies. It makes sense. Yeah. And the way he ties like pop culture and society into like sports, I think is really dope. The the John Gruden emails came out and he was saying how sports have evolved so much where he hired like this girl live to cover sports betting for him uh-huh she's like he's like that's his co-host right no 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 joy taylor is his co-host joy, yeah joy but this girl live does for the volume sports network that's colin cowherd's network and he's like i ask her about plays yeah like the whole game has changed remember cam newton a couple years ago some reporter asked him about like this like route concept and he got a lot of heat because he was like oh that's really dope, like, a girl talking about post routes. Yeah. And he got crazy criticism. And then even the girl defended him, like, nah, Cam Cam actually knows me. He's, you know, we're, we're cool. Mm-hmm. But, again, in this climate nowadays, you can't say that. You can't, And you no. shouldn't, too. Because for me, dude, like, when a girl is a sports fan, it's like, you want to talk about green flags? 27 green flags. 100 green flags. Yeah, bro. I want you to be into something that I'm into. Like, that shit would be fire. You know the Slovakia lady on Dittmar's? Yeah. Middle-aged Greek woman. Well, how old do you think she is? Like 50-something? I would say so. Bro, like a few months ago, I had a full-blown conversation with her about the Rangers and their salary cap situation. Let's go. She knew everything. You're never going to another Sulaki stand now. Never again. <laughs> you want to laugh. It got to the point I said, I was like, I'm actually surprised that you know all this. And she's like, why? And, you know... Why? Because you know you're a you're you know you're a Greek lady. You're an older woman. I how would I know this? How do you know? And I know sales. Like oh, I I don't know. I didn't think you know this. And I I thought of that. Mm. You can't say that no more. Yeah. But it just goes to show you. Right. Crazy. She knew everything. Yeah. Literally everything. This guy's deal. This guy. It was it was amazing to hear. That's lit. Uh-huh. She has your three twenty five. Every day. <laughs> Don't matter, chicken Slovaki, beef, don't lamb, don't matter. I mean, yo, lamb Slovaki is number one on the food oh, chain. Way better, the best. Yo, go back to Gretzky on this TNT thing and just that deal across the board. Do you think? Do you think this is gonna elevate hockey? Well, just think about it. Well, now instead of having Nathan, you're familiar with Nathan McKinnon, right? Mm-hmm. Might he might be the best player in the league? Really? Yeah. We said McDavid. I said McDavid for a little bit, but the last two years, I th- I might start leaning with McKinnon. You're gonna have him on Channel 28 every night instead of MSNBC. Right off the bat, right? Way better. Now you have Channel Three. 
You have Wayne Gretzky, Paul Bissonnette, Anton Carter, Rick Tockett, all ex-NHLers, Wayne Gretzky on Channel 3 instead of what Channel 314. You yeah, might not even yeah, have it. Yeah. It, it. It goes a long way. And uh, I think probably part of it was the NHL wanting to be on like a huge network like that. Well, do you think, like, one thing with UFC, when it went to, and the reason why I keep saying UFC is because that's, like, the biggest deal that an, a sport has done yeah. recent, in recent memory. And the coverage of it became so much more because they had a hand in the pocket of the UFC. So now with ESPN... That's the main the main part. the NHL. I'm sure there's not going to be just a two-minute Barry Melrose segment. You have Stephen A. talking about it. Right. You have this person talking about it. And it's 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 the greatest feeling as a like a, a hockey fan through and through to hear Stephen A. talk about hockey. Even if he don't know hockey, mm. you know? Who's the guy? Um, uh, Chris Berman. Yeah. What? He did um, top 10 hockey names the other night. Hilarious. He probably don't know hockey, but he did it. It was on ESPN. It was great. And the same thing goes Charles Barkley. Did you see that? It was on TNT? Yeah. Doing hockey. Well, yo, Charles Barkley, historically, he said that he's like, NHL playoffs is 10 times better than NBA playoffs. Yeah. Now, just think about that. Someone like Charles Barkley on a, on the hockey show. It, it's going to do a lot. It, it's going to help a lot. Yeah. Like, the cross-promotion stuff is really interesting. And as I get older and I understand business and, like, the mergers between networks and the actual sport like think of wwe they had Big E on the broadcast for espn and Mm -hmm. the fox stuff for the iowa game right he's doing the boxing thing like he had the promo package of the biggest heavyweight fight we've had in the last decade or so Mm -hmm. so that's only gonna help for sure and when again how this all started the red flag it's nice to know that Wednesday night hockey, hockey night in America. I can find the channel. Finally find it. ESPN. Tune in. Tune in. Yo, let's wrap this up because, fun fact, you've been here for like four hours now because we did that East preview that they've heard already. I feel like I did a lot of overs thinking back at it. Like every team I chose is going to win 50 games, (laughs) and there's not enough games for every team to do that. Except for the team that's going to win more than 50 games. You win 100. Well, yeah. Yo, last thing, last thing. All right. I have, this might be a Mount Rushmore red flag. I just thought about this right now. All right. If, now it might not be a red flag for you because you're not as big as a football fan as I am, but imagine getting married on a football Sunday. You see, that's a red flag. Easily a red flag. That is a selfish act. Think Ex- of others. That's the part I was going to get into. There's other people that need to be at that event. And like, why are you doing that to them? Yeah. Like, you know, the Packers The Packers are probably home that day. Probably got a big Packer fan. Like, why are you doing that? They want to watch Aaron Rodgers. You can't do that. Nah. Stop being selfish, yo. So you'd have your wedding on a Saturday? I would not have it during the football season. Me personally. Really? No way, yeah. I'll pay the extra whatever it is. See, I would, but not on a Sunday. Hmm. I feel like the football season, it's like prime. Wedding season. Event season. Yeah. Just in general, event season. You got all the cool stuff happening during football season. The only other cool thing that happens outside of football season is the 4th of July. Hmm. Other than that, what else cool happens during that's outside of it? I mean, the whole summer? <laughs> yeah, but that's not like a, a cool like event. That's just a time period. 
So you're talking about like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New cool. Year's. Cool, Halloween, cool. New Year's, cool. Super Bowl, Valentine's Super Day. Super Bowl, Valentine's Day. The Your only, birthday, my birthday. Cool. The only thing that happens outside of um, football season that's cool is WrestleMania. Come on, baby. That's a bar in itself, a, right? <laughs> end on that. End <laughs> yeah. on that. Imagine how yeah. beat down with WrestleMania. Imagine that. Fucking nine red flags. A thousand and nine red flags. Yo, my guy, I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. This was fucking horrible. On the last couple episodes, you're the man. You know my love for you girls all the time, except when you don't answer my texts. Still love you. <laughs> I love you too. Where can they find you, man? Um, I gave my Twitter the last one, so this one on Instagram. I might as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Dill La Soul. D-Y-L dot L-A dot Soul. My guy, we got, we got some things in the works, too. We got a few things in the works. It's coming. It's coming. And it's coming fast. It's coming fast. Faster than, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Faster than <laughs> that referee... During Undertaker's match at Mania when he ran down the long-ass rail. And slid. Greatest slide of all time. They, we, they got to clock him from Yo, Titan yeah. Tron to ring. He ran faster than Tyree Kill and Mbappe going down there to get that three count, baby. Talk about heart. Talk oh, about heart. Shit. At Nick Day is 10 is where you can find me. At Veterans Minimum is where you can find everything for this show. <clears throat> Let's do a roll call quick because I'm going to forget to do this. Patreon members. Christopher Velasquez, Derek Platees, Devin Rendon, Jordan Riley, Mike Wozniak, Stephen Briggs, Ryan Pisner. For this month, the month of October, $10 tier or higher, we're doing a drawing the first week of November. If you win, congrats. You get to pick an NFL team helmet of your choosing. So sign up, help the show grow. And if you're not down with that, like DX once said. Can I give a shout out? Yeah, good. Shout out to Jordan Riley and Stephen Briggs. Private school names? No. Actually, no. Jordan, Stephen, nah. They're, they're, nah. They're, they're cool. They're, they're good. They're enough. probably cool. Yeah, yeah. They're probably cool. And last cool. but not least, moving forward, <laughs> promo time. I've needed to turn heel on something. If you tell me you went to private school, just know. I'm judging. Just know that we know. Yeah, we know. I'm judging. Later, everybody. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.